recorded. I wish it recorded those first six seconds. <laughs> the hairball. Yeah. Well, how um, do you feel like you're? How do you feel recording with Spock this week? I like it. You like it's it? It's like a yeah, yeah. Well, it's more, think... Is it more Spock or is it more? Um, Will like the f- wise. Yeah, Will <laughs> the wise. There's like a famous uh, like vampiress, vampiress too. I can't remember her name. Uh, there's Winona from Beetlejuice. If we do this. Mm. Mm-hmm. we got going on right mm-hmm. <laughs> so, i like it do you hate the bangs or are you just messing with it no i like them i have baby bangs growing in from daisy mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. there's really short ones and my hairdresser was like we gotta just cut your other ones they gotta grow out yeah. all at the same time so uh, it drives it drives my wife crazy sometimes to mess with yeah. me she'll just pull her baby bangs down and like plaster them on her forehead just to yeah. show me what her life is yeah it's a good time Yeah, great idea. Also, also, cool. sorry, talking lots about Jordan. I'm having yeah. a boy. <gasps> That's perfect. I know. And I'm talking about it on the podcast, so people obviously know now. So yeah. Listen, good. if you didn't know, we've Jordan edited... <laughs> is having a baby. We've... He talks about it every week. <laughs> yeah. We've and edited we... it out. Uh, edited Maybe it out a few four times. times. Five times. But here we are. I, I have to. Here we are. Yeah, I don't have to edit this one out, right? Unless you don't you change have your to. Mind no. By the end of the episode, I can't hide it. I'm just getting squishy, so people mm-hmm. can tell. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Whatever. No. Um, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, so congratulations exciting. officially. Thank I'm you. I'm sure everyone, all of our listeners, are just geeked for you. Yeah, Logan actually said I'm not gonna say anything to you about this until you announce it on the yep. pod so it's i'm just not gonna me pretend like things. i know anything until yep. the listener knows exactly because they'd be mad they'd be mad that we hid it from them because we're so close <laughs> we're so close yeah <laughs> yeah surprise surprise yeah anyway um interesting topic tonight we've been wanting to talk about this one for like a month since i was uh in the mountains with my team up at an offsite for our entire engineering product and design group. Um, we rented a spot up at uh, a ski resort in the mountains here in Utah. And it was amazing. We had like 70 or 80 people. Most people stayed there like on site at the resort and uh, did a bunch of team building stuff. So, Tonight, I wanted to ask, what are the best and worst experiences that you've had with like team building at work? I don't have anything right off the bat. I feel like the worst experiences are lack of team building. Okay. And when it feels forced, I had a coworker um, point out because we're kind of trying to shape the culture of like the project team at Domo. She pointed out... um, she doesn't want the culture to be forced on her, which I totally like can agree with, yeah. but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. 
Help me, yeah, help me understand forced on her. What is, what is she afraid of? If you're okay digging into that a little bit. Yeah, I think just like, you know, some corporate companies get really cheesy with their culture yeah. and it gets yeah. really, I'm going to maybe compare it to like sales bros. <laughs> do you know what mm-hmm. they do during summer sales? How they like drink the jungle juice of energy drinks and they mm-hmm. all like gather around it and do a big chant and pump each other up by just screaming that if that is not your thing you do not need to participate i think it's just like saying this is what we are and you need to do it mm-hmm. is kind of annoying where i feel yeah, like I've... the more successful mm-hmm. companies are celebratory of everyone having different interests yeah i've seen a lot of that where <laughs> i've worked at companies where it's like <laughs> It feels so forced and then it feels kind of scary where mm-hmm. if you're uncomfortable participating, you better just like, you better just deal with it. Yeah. You got to shut up and do it. Yeah. yeah. It's like this, this will be the best company you've ever worked at, or we will burn your house to the ground. And everyone um, hates each other. And, and everyone's everyone, like, okay, yeah, this is the best place I've ever worked. I love it here. This is amazing. And then like Tear. quietly, like texting their partner, like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can survive this. Yeah. Um, also just like comfort levels. Uh, I've worked at places that forced a lot of physical activity and mm-hmm. forced, uh, one place even forced a lot of, uh, dancing and choreography. Um, what? Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't matter like your comfort level. It was just like, you gotta, you gotta do it. You gotta like learn to learn to love it. And, uh, you know, damn your own like internal compass. That's telling you that this is the last thing you ever wanted to do. That uh, sounds like my personal health. Yeah. So it, uh, I've seen, I've seen all of that. And on one hand, it's funny. You said that thing about the broiness cause it's on one hand, it's so hard to find the happy medium because on mm-hmm. one hand it's like bro central, People are on hoverboards and throwing footballs around and like drinking, like, like every desk has four blender bottles on it and an energy drink. Uh, and everyone's doing pre-workout shots and like ripping the sleeves off their shirts. Um, or sometimes it goes like too far the other way too. And it becomes like, uh, this weird, I call it like the industrial hug machine where that sounds uncomfortable. (laughs) It is. It is. It is. It's like this forced vulnerability. Uh, and it's trying so hard to be, uh, like, Oh, I didn't know the word. It's, mm. uh, mm-hmm. I feel like that's I, where I, I'm at right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where people are trying and it's genuine, like it's genuine, the, but why does it feel disingenuous? Because it doesn't scale. Okay. Like Meaning, saying, Yeah. Like you're trying to, from the top down, implement genuine, like one-on-one human feelings of interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the issue is that the motivation to participate in this kind of team building at like a much deeper level needs to be motivated intrinsically. And a lot of companies and HR teams don't know how to scale it up. Mm-hmm. So they motivate extrinsically and they're like, Hey, whoever gives the most compliments to their coworkers via this tool that tracks everyone's compliments will get, will get a shout out and they'll get like a special t-shirt that says, I love everyone more than you. Mm -hmm. Um, It creates like this weird, 
Yes. Yes. I don't know. Competitive caring. I call it the industrial hug machine because you get sucked into it and you're getting hugs, but you're also getting like kind of smacked around and it just doesn't feel like authentic. Yeah. It sounds more like the capitalist hug machine if it's going to be <laughs> yeah. like monetized. So yeah. I, that's actually something that I have, tr- I've been trying to dig into more is how to have that, how to get people motivated to participate in company culture. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I, it's like a weird thing because not everyone has different passions and it's like, how do you find common ground or how do you unify all those different passions? So people feel like they have like a stake in what the company's doing as far as culture goes. Right. And it's hard to figure that out. I don't even, I don't know how to do it. So Um, do you, I have an idea. Uh, Let's hear it. I <laughs> I just tried this. I'm glad we're talking about it. This is the exact conversation I wanted to have. Okay. Um, when we went to this offsite with our engineering and product group, mm-hmm. we had been hearing uh, from people that care about culture and people that love our company and want to stay at our company and want to make it the best that it could ever be. Um, we started hearing some feedback, like we've grown so fast that we've started to see some fracturing and culture and people are overworked and underheard and... yeah. Um, kind of getting run over just by like the growth machine. There's no malintent. There's literally like no one in spiff that's like intentionally burning people out. No one. Um, it's, it's wild. I've never worked at a company where there's just like genuine caring people like top to bottom, front to back. There's not like a single bad apple. That's like grind, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. There's nobody. It's amazing. Um, but because we've grown so fast and because we have so many features we're trying to get out the door, it's just kind of like running over the machine is running over people. Yeah. Um, so the question was kind of posed to me and a few other key people, key people, listen to me, my important self and some other important people. Um, no, that's not how it went. I volunteered. <laughs> a group I said, of Hey, people. yeah, I volunteered to run a workshop. Um, because we like attention. Yes, we like attention and we love workshops. And most yes. importantly, we love sticky notes. Yes. I, that's me. Attention, yeah, sticky and we notes, don't, workshops. We don't, we don't get to use them often enough. No. So the trifecta. I said, hey, give me two hours at this offsite, two hours in the afternoon, and we'll do a trust workshop. Um, and I basically put eight canvases on the wall, uh, just giant like posters. Can I guess um, what you did? Yeah. Did you just trust fall for two hours? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> two hours. This is falling. It's funny though. This I'm going to tell, I'm going <laughs> to tell a story by the end of this that will kind of tell you where the name of this podcast came from. Oh, um, I don't know. So that's good. Yeah. It'll be fun. So we put eight big pieces of paper, like giant, like uh, poster board sized pieces of paper on the wall. And we just wrote in the middle of each one, like uh, where can we improve? question mark and then we had like subcategories and then like a big like other category anyway they were all kind of themed around like stuff that we knew we needed to work on and we kind of gave people like prompts um but left it kind of loose enough to to be really open-ended so that people could write anything they wanted the thing that you mentioned earlier um about trying to do this stuff in groups is really Mm -hmm. hard especially Mm -hmm. when it's like one hr person educating 300 people on how to be genuine and to connect and to have like good culture. It doesn't feel like right. Exactly. 
Yeah. So we found in internally, we found eight people um, that had experience with facilitation mm-hmm. or that just kind of had natural like facilitator skills and they were removed from engineering and product and design. Um, okay. So they were impartial, totally impartial. We found eight people. We assigned one facilitator to each poster board and then we divided the whole group into eight groups um and then i did some really specific timing stuff i gave everyone a a pad of sticky notes and a sharpie and i introed the whole concept this is what we're trying to do we're trying to build trust we're trying to like make sure everyone feels heard and like they're not being steamrolled by any one or thing or process or practice um so i'm going to put like 15 minutes on the clock and the first prompt is just like yeah like uh where can we improve and i gave like put on some music, some beats or something, and then let everyone just like write down their thoughts silently. There's no debate. There's no like discussion. It's a completely silent note writing exercise, um, which means that people that would have normally not shared anything have time to write down their thoughts and just put them on the wall. Mm-hmm. And it's anonymous. Were they all amazing. the same colored sticky notes? They were all the same color. That's good. It yeah. wasn't like, oh, Logan has the blue ones. Look how many no, he put up. No, they were, they were all the same color. Okay. But the second part of the exercise is called a silent vote. Oh. And that's where you give everyone 10 dot stickers, little like yep. half inch dot stickers. Yep. Um, give everyone a little string, you know, a little like tape looking thing full of 10 stickers. Give every person in the room 10 stickers and say you can spend your 10 stickers however you want. How many stickers? 10. Okay, thanks. 10 stickers. Cool. Um, thank you. I realized mm-hmm. I didn't say it. Um, I wanted to make sure I said 10 stickers. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> I'm dying. Um, anyway, then they silently vote. They walk around and you create a heat map, right? Designers are familiar with that term. You create a heat map of the whole room and you look at one sticky note and afterwards you can be like, oh man, like this note really resonated. It got like 10 votes. Mm-hmm. 10. 10. Um <laughs> It got a bunch of votes, like what's going on there. And then the leadership team, like our CPO or or CPO or CEO, our chief design officer, our CTO, like they had their own group, like all the founders and stuff. And they were wandering around the room just listening and reading and like seeing all of the heat mapped sticky notes, reading the feedback, sort of just like living in it and not really participating, but just like listening. Is that that's intimidating to me. I'd be interested to see if this was it went as well as I'm hoping it did without them there. I think it went really well. Okay. And I think that having them there but not having them assigned to groups. Yeah. Because that was a hard thing is because they they care so much and they're not they're personally not like intimidating, but I had to kind of explain to them that they're just like their like uh presence, knowing, oh, that's our CTO. He's an angel, but he's still our CTO. Like yeah. it's gonna change people's responses. So they were there, but they didn't they didn't really participate until the sort of like art gallery. This is the third part of the activity. You do the writing, then you do the voting, then you do this thing called an art gallery where everyone got back together. You break up the groups. Everyone gets together with their pod um, that they work with every day, mm-hmm. right? So you'd get back together um, with Tom and Zach and like your mm-hmm. pod, um, and then you would walk around and have conversations about what you're reading on the wall. Be like, oh man, this this sticky note got a lot of heat. How does this apply to us? How does it not apply to us? Like, what could we do differently? 
Mm-hmm. And we spent like 20, 30 minutes doing that. And that's where the executive team kind of just walked around and listened. After all of the like votes had been cast, all of the notes had been written. Okay. So yeah. Cool. What do you think? What do you think of that kind I of I want to try it. I like it. I think it's cool. It just, I just worry because I feel like execs at companies that I've been in the past and it, all execs are different, but they kind of have yeah. the same personality type, right? So um, I would just worry that they would be just like an intimidating force in the room mm-hmm. and people would be like, oh, I'm being watched. I can't really write what yeah. I feel, right? Mm-hmm. That's the only well, thing that I'd be worried about. If you really felt that way, if you got, if you, you could also do like a pre-survey or you could talk to five, seven people um, yeah. and then shut them out. Yeah. Shut them out for like, it's only like an hour. And then bring them in for the art gallery after everyone's responses are down. Um, but for the art gallery, for them to like just kind of be like a fly on the wall and hear the conversations and read it all and see the room, um, even if you didn't want them to participate at that level, I took pictures of everything. It's in Fig Jam and I'm sending it out so everyone that wasn't there can just read it and see it and see all the votes and everything. Yeah. No, I th- I would be really interested to see if this could be done like at scale, like at a large scale. Cool. So cool. I loved maybe. it. I got a lot of really positive feedback. Um, the responses are amazing this week at the end of the week, I'm working with our research team. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're doing like an official like synthesis of, uh, all of the responses and we're going to put them into themes. We're going to count mm-hmm. the votes mm-hmm. and then we're going to send out like a culture report that oh, says, Hey, awesome. like we've kind of measured all of the responses and here's the weighted like ranking of all of the categories and responses that we're going to tackle first because they're Mm -hmm. clearly like the most painful. I would love a copy of all of this. I just want your playbook. I think that this sounds really, really interesting. I can tell you this. I haven't had that much fun as a designer Uh in a really long time because Spiff was basically like, help us, I get so tired sometimes of designing freaking search boxes and text inputs. Um, yeah. yeah. And Spiff, Spiff put me in and they were like, Hey, help us design or redesign our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had some incredible people helping me with a lot of experience. Um, it was really fun. Yeah. That's awesome. That's kind of the position I'm in right now. I've got put in charge of like the culture committee. I'm the freaking head of it. What do I do? I don't know. So yeah. it's like a group of us, though, in the prod dev org that's we're mm-hmm. trying to kind of reshape it. So I would say the highest impact thing you could do are those, even if it's not in this formal of a setting, mm-hmm. I think that the culture has to be deconstructed to groups, like small yeah. breakout groups. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really come through trainings. You don't get authentic responses in a Zoom chat with 400 people in there. Or a survey. Right, a survey. Like we've yeah. learned that we learned that we sent out a survey like before mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And the results of the survey were very different from yes. the results on the canvases. Yeah. So we're learning, yeah. Like we're learning, get people in small groups, build some trust first. Like that's the thing that I forgot. Okay. Rewind. Before before we started, hey, like everyone tell us your innermost thoughts and feelings, we broke them out into groups of eight uh-huh. and we spent 45 minutes uh, speed dating. Oh, fun. So inside of your group, that was another thing your facilitator was there for, um, was to help facilitate some like 
two or three minute speed dating. Hey, sit hmm. down, Zach. This is Jordan. Talk two or three minutes. Um, here's like some questions put up on the projector. Um, personal stuff, like how you work, but also just like not related to work, like whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. So we built like some relationships and that was very intentionally like outside of your pod. You're building yeah. relationships with people you don't know. Yeah. Um, you may have seen them before. You don't work with them every day. So building those kind of allies and like friendships and partnerships, like across all the pods, mm-hmm. um, that was very intentional as well. So cool. start, you got to start with something like that. Cause if your group is like bottled up and if they're frustrated for whatever reason, and if people are having a hard time communicating, sitting them all down and saying, tell us what you're feeling. Damn it. Um, is not, it's no not going to go well. talk. Yeah. Yeah. You have to break so your we eyes made a sure, <clears throat> We didn't really have a ton of time for it, but we made sure we spent 45 minutes to an hour doing that little like speed dating thing. Nice. Nice. I like that. Sorry if you hear, heard some chair noises while you no. I was doing that. There was someone huh. walking by my window. Um, no, I think that that's really, really interesting. And I just would be, I don't know. I want to try it. I think it'd be cool. I would love to... I don't know, set up like a proposal. I wonder what that would look mm-hmm. like, like mm-hmm. to the execs and be like, Hey, this would be a cool activity if we could get everyone in town to do it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, compared to, yeah, it was one of the coolest days of my career, just using design tools to impact culture and just like general, like people's overall happiness at work. Mm-hmm. Um, I was delighted, dare I say it. It was fun. I had yeah. a lot of fun. They gave me a microphone and said, go crazy kid. And I had such a good time. That's um, awesome. Do you want to hear my like warm up story? Yeah. So this was my like part of it is that we went over the survey results. We sent out a survey before, um, said, Hey, how are you? How's your mother? Tell us how you're feeling. <laughs> All these things. Um, and then by, uh, the time the actual offsite came around, our chief design officer, Albert, got up, went over the results of the survey with one of the engineering leads. Here's where we're doing well. Here's where we're not doing well, according to everyone in the room. Um, and then here's like how we're going to attack it. And they kind of turned it over to me. And I I talked about, I just talked like five, 10 minutes just about how awkward, um, <clears throat> just about how awkward this kind of thing can be. Uh, yeah. The name of the podcast, Trustfall. This, uh, I wanted to name it Trustfall because of how uncomfortable people get when forced to do awkward team building exercises. When forced to fall in the arms of a coworker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is hard because if you can actually give yourself to it and uh, like the results of the thing are almost always really positive, Mm -hmm. but there's this wall in front of the thing, just like in calling it a team building exercise, people immediately shut down and they have these like summer camp things. Flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've worked at companies that literally like do relay races and stuff. Mm -hmm. We're yeah, we're all like 35, 40, (laughs) 45 years old. And doing like three-legged races and things yeah that to me is just like 
I don't know. It's not my thing. And a lot of people loved it, Mm -hmm. but I did notice that there were 10, 15% of the company like quietly sort of trying to get out of it um, because they were genuinely uncomfortable. I was trying to get out of it because I'm too cool to care about things like that. Obviously. But there were a lot of people that were genuinely uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um, being told like, hey, go run across that field yeah, and then run back as fast as you can. And if you're slow, we're going to lose and it's your fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm more of like yeah. the, the, the problem solving type team activities. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. did one with just the design team recently. It was unbearable because it was so hot outside, but yeah. I feel like the activities themselves were actually fairly fun. They mm-hmm. weren't like, it was more like, okay, this thing is 10 12 feet away from you, but, and you need to go get it, but you can't touch any of the ground from you to that thing. So (laughs) it's like, even that is so crazy, but yeah, but I don't know. It's not like physical, I guess. It's more like trying to problem solve with a group of people you don't work Mm -hmm. with day to day. But it's daunting. (laughs) It's daunting. Like when you get started, you have all these high school ish anxieties. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But by the end of it, by the end of it, like, do you feel like it was a po- do you feel like most people believed it was a positive experience? Yeah, we had pizza at the end. So, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course it was positive. <laughs> oh man, that sounds like it really really made an impact on your team. <laughs> um, the pizza did. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 No, I think that doing something like this even at like if we broke it up into like designers, engineers, PMs, yeah. QA and we did this at that type of a scale just mm-hmm. in our own individual like teams could be interesting and then got together and did it at a larger scale would be, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think worthwhile. It depends. It depends. Yeah. And I would say it depends on where the pains exist because it yeah. felt like in the design team we're gelling. Yeah. Um, it felt like design in their pod gelling. Mm-hmm. It just felt like where we all needed to work together and cut down like silos Mm-hmm and collaborate across pods that like, that's where it was customized for my teams or my pods or our company pods is because we kept hearing and the sticky notes reflect that like working, collaborating across pods, who owns what, who does the work? Like, how does it affect, you know, this, this, that, that it was, Mm -hmm. there was so much feedback around that, that we thought this has to be done together because together is the problem. Right. Yeah. Um, Anyway. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's interesting because I don't know if that's so much the problem that we're mm-hmm. running into, right? So that's probably where I should you gotta start. Do some, defining. do some digging. Yeah, yeah, do some digging and figure out where where people are feeling the most friction, and then yeah, use that. Yeah, use those design tools. Yeah. Um. Anyway, trustful, right? Like, I was, I was hoping that this podcast would be, it would feel like you'd feel those feelings but by the end of the episode uh i mean we just did our freaking pity cast and it was yeah. it was one of those things where it's scary and we didn't know if we would ship it and almost nobody listened to it which is great um but really? <laughs> yeah Aww. i didn't we didn't like advertise it at all i was out of town i'm mm-hmm. sure i'm sure someday it'll be a legendary episode yes. when we have a, when we have a million listeners um oh, boy. anyway when i was warming up the group and kind of explaining this, like, hey, this stuff is weird. It's uncomfortable. We understand it can be clunky or awkward, especially for a group of engineers that aren't, as, 
maybe stereotypically like not as social or used to sharing their thoughts and feelings like designers are. Um, I, when I first moved to Utah, I had a job that we've talked about for the worst company that's ever existed. Yes. Um, they are now being investigated by the department of education. And I got a phone call from the feds, like investigating them, asking me tons of cool questions. Nice. Um, Luckily, I know very little because I sucked so bad at selling <laughs> this thing that they wanted me to sell. Oh, no. Um, but they paid to fly us all to Vegas. First of all, gross. Um, yeah. They put us up in a dumpy hotel. And night one was this, like, massive, massive party uh, with just, like, booze on top of booze on top of booze and a lot of skits. Every team had to come up with a skit. Yeah. And uh, do like a lip sync or something with full costumes, and uh, everyone got plastered and did like a lip sync. And it wasn't like it, oh, like no. like not like elective, like karaoke. Like if anyone wants to get up, there's a karaoke thing. Like go do it. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, but it was a mandatory. Every single team, every single person has to participate and do this like skit and lip sync, mm, and it no was terrible. You. Yeah. So that's how they warmed us up and said, hey, thanks for making time and leaving your family and coming to Las Vegas. Uh, the second day, they brought in their motivational speaker. And the motivational speaker was dressed in full karate garb. Like white robe, belt, okay. headband, like tied, you know, headband. Yeah. And that's that's who walks in for the motivational speech. And he talks for close to an hour about... That was much too long. I mean, you could just guess. Guess what his like themes are for this sales team. Oh, I don't even want to. <laughs> that sounds awful. I mean, if it was like, what's his name, Rex from Napoleon Dynamite? His exactly. Name, Rex Quando. I'd be there exactly. for that. He's no, great. <laughs> no, it wasn't even like comical. It was very serious. And the, I did that thing, right. What you're describing that you would do. Cause you're a designer and you're like, this is just not for me. I'm tuning out. I'm too cool. This is beneath me. Like, Oh, I'm get, fully tuned out right now. I have nothing to learn from this weird guy. <laughs> that's living some high school karate dream. Yeah, let um, me tinker on Figma yeah, yeah, Illustrator exactly. while he's talking. Oh, back then it was like Photoshop and InDesign. Ooh, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, his themes are all about perseverance and breaking through obstacles and the can-do spirit. And uh, nah. so freaking canned and so freaking cheesy. And I wanted to, I wanted to claw my eyes out. Um, and... Uh, he starts wrapping up his speech and I'm just like, hallelujah, this guy's almost done. And he very suddenly is like, well, it's time to like put all this to the test. Oh, and I was like, no, 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 no. And I literally start look, I start looking for the exits and he kind of starts like, no, he starts looking at the back of the room and he's like, come on in guys. And I turn and look. And he has minions. He has an army of karate minions. Uh, and all of them are wheeling in carts with freaking blocks of wood on them. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> carts, oh no. carts loaded with blocks of wood. Mm. 
and he gets all quiet and he's like, every single one of you is going to, you know, have the opportunity, not even opportunity. Every single one of you is about to prove yourself and put it to the test and make it happen and live the dream and whatever. See, uh, this is a prime example oh of forcing your passions on to a group of people that probably doesn't care. Do I care to chop through a block of wood? No. <laughs> does he? No. He probably wakes up and does that every single morning. <laughs> so uh, we're just going to need to calm down a bit and not force that on a room of people that is, I don't know. You just got to know your audience, man. That is, that's bad. So, oh yeah, you're not done. everyone. Everyone in the entire room stands up, picks a line, and there's like ten karate dudes, and they're all standing there. They pick up a block of wood, and hold it out in front of them, get in their karate stance, and every single every single person in attendance starts karate chopping through like serious blocks of wood, not like uh, not like plywood, not so it worked. not like a two by four, but it was a solid freaking chunk of wood. Um, but they chopped through it. And all those <laughs> broy sales dudes are just like, <laughs> just going to town, just it's cutting like through this drink, thing. Energy drink, jungle juice. Yes, that they drink and they're morning. loving it. Okay, oh, and this is no. where this is where like, looking back on it now, I started, I started panicking so much. Um, and internally. I start feeling like that high school weight room. Like oh, yeah. they're going to find me out. And this mm-hmm. is me being. I had a yeah, lot of like, those moments in the weight room. So I'm sure you did. I did. Yeah. Did you really? No, I was a cheerleader. <laughs> but I would, I mean, the cheerleaders would come in and just immediately show me up in the weight room. False. Um, we couldn't do anything. Yeah. Anyway, this like to kind of like bring it home. This is what I wanted the podcast to be. Cause on the surface I was saying, this is dumb. I'm too cool for this. Um, maybe I'll quit, you know, but I say that every in, week. but internally I was like, what? You're like what I, I want to throw up and leave. What if I can't do this? Yeah. What if I'm the only person in this entire room that can't chop through this freaking block of wood? Yeah. Panicking, panicking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, again, speaking to imposter syndrome, it looked like nobody was struggling. Like everyone's just like, like butter chopping through this thing. Um, and the strength of the quota, Logan. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you don't. You have to so, crush quote every day. I, oh man, it's so not me. No, um, no, no, no. But I got up to it and uh, got in my stance. It was my turn and... <laughs> everyone's behind you in line watching and there's lines next to you and everyone's watching everyone. Yeah. And I smacked that thing as hard as I freaking could. Um, it did not budge Uh, and it hurts so bad. Yeah. It hurts so bad. Um, I can like remember the like (laughs) palm, like they told you to like use like, you know, the like meaty part of your palm. Yeah. That you Um, use to figure out if your steak is done. Right. (laughs) Exactly. exactly yeah 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 exactly uh yeah handy tip for our listeners we'll put a link link in the we're not we're not gonna describe it to you we're just gonna say hands and steak figure it out figure it out yeah you'll figure it out anyway 
the stupid thing didn't budge oh, and I was no. so embarrassed. Um, but the point that I made and the, the point that I made to our group in the mountains was, um, the response from my stupid coworkers was the exact opposite of what I was afraid that it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody came up and started like jokingly massaging my shoulders. Somebody's like patting me like next to me, like cheering for me. Like everyone. Oh God. Did you get reacted. a cheek pinch? Kind of. Yeah. Like it was, uh, it was so not high school in God. the way that it actually worked. But then I was even more mad because the exercise, like the activity is working, you know? And why, I was so, why does that make you mad? Because I didn't want it to work because I wanted to be too cool for it. I wanted to be above it. Right? Yeah. You, you don't think you feel the same down. way? No, I would be I would be shitting my pants thinking <laughs> that it wasn't going to work. And I'd say, this is a stupid idea. I'm not too cool for this. I'm A, not qualified. And B, yeah. I think it's a great idea, but it's not going to work. So goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I would be, I would be, my fight or flight would be flight. Goodbye. Right. So. But my flight, I think my flight response is to try and it's tear the aloof. thing down. Yeah. To tear the thing down so it looks like I didn't fly. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. True. Or my flight was so casual that everyone was like, oh, I guess he's just, you know. And mine's like, I'm sorry. Right. I'm so sorry. It's a fine. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just apologize. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's interesting now trying to sort through all of the feelings that I had. But when I was describing it to my team, mm-hmm when I kind of brought it home, like the punchline of the thing was like, if it feels like we're asking you to do this really hard thing, um, on the other side of it, um, like we're going to be a much tighter team. Yeah. And if it's painful for a few moments or if it, if it feels like we're asking you to karate chop through a block of wood, um, we understand yeah. that, but it's also like very important to just like try. So, yeah. um, 10 years later, I've learned my lesson from that stupid karate guy. <laughs> And it's, oh, and he no. was right. And he was right. And that's why I named this podcast trust Vol, is because half of me totally understands that if we actually went and did a for real trust fall activity and had someone fall backwards off of a 10 foot <laughs> ledge or something, it's so cheesy and it's so dumb, but stuff like that, uh, <laughs> it works. <laughs> yeah. It's dangerous. Um, yeah. not worth the risk, no. but you know, maybe off a chair, maybe not off a 10 foot thing. <laughs> but I remember, I remember the, like one of the last people, um, she was smaller than you physically. I'm normal sized. You're normal sized. So yeah. I'm just saying she was, <laughs> she was smaller. She was five foot, nothing weighed like 90 pounds. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And the entire company basically stood in a circle around her and cheered while she like whacked away at this board until she finally got through it. I'd cry. I would cry. She was crying. Yeah. She was crying. I would cry of embarrassment. No, she was crying like triumphant tears of Mm. joy that she did it and that everyone had her back. Listen, if I can't do it on the first try, straight tears. It t- I did it on the set. I did it on the second try, but not being able to do it on the first when all the other guys, every other guy, basically did it on the first. Again, we need to talk about the strength that sales bros have. Yeah, yeah. I know, man. Yeah. Anyway, I love this story. This is great. That's my ridiculous trust fall ish. 
team building story. That was the one of the worst and the best, dang it. The best and worst team building experience I've ever had was karate chopping. <laughs> there were like two or 300 people there. Oh and my gosh. Every person except for our like 85 year old uh, chief, whatever, <laughs> she was the only one. Um, and they made her stop. She was trying for a long time. Oh, no. Um, but we kind of shut her down. We're like, Hey, oof, this is, uh, not going to end well for you. <laughs> what is that? Workers comp or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> She's going to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Probably anyway, smart. that was a story I wanted to tell. It's absurd. I loved it. Yeah. I'm wrestling with a lot of that, but it was cool. It was cool to be able to share that with the team, um, to kind of set the table and just say, Hey, like, this stuff is weird. Everybody knows that it's weird. We acknowledge that it's weird, but it's also really necessary. Yep. So dig in, figure out, uh, yeah, what's uh, what's going on as the queen of culture over there. Oh, um, me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We just kind of bagged on surveys, but I'm excited to see how you kind of dig in in smaller groups and start having conversations. Uh, schedule like 15-minute water cooler one-on-ones with like a cross-section of you know, pick 10 or 15 people over the course of a month yeah, and do little like mini interviews with them uh, one-on-one and just like see what they say, see if there's themes that keep popping up. Yeah, that's a good idea. Cool. But yeah, (laughs) team building, trust, exercises, offsites, all that. Um, I think we did it. We did. Domo's having a, we're having a lake day at the end of August. Lake day? That's our offsite. I hope you do... (laughs) I hope there's like a three-legged race or no, some we're like just a gonna spoon and egg board. stuff. We're going to paddleboard, either sit on the beach, yeah. fish if you want. Nice. Don't do anything. Read a book. It's just Is that Bear, Bear Lake? No, we're going to go up to Smith & Morehouse. Where is that? It's up by Camus. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. What if it was like Utah Lake? I would laugh so hard. <laughs> no. We're just going to go <laughs> just real quick right outside the office to this We're going to walk across the freeway. Lake. You can't We're get gonna in the walk water. across the freeway and just wade out into the mud no. together. No, Team no, building. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah this yeah. this is like a reservoir. It's nice, but nice. Yeah, just a way to check relax. It out. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's wrap it. Cue the music. What uh, What do you got going on tonight? I am. I'm probably gonna work for the next four hours. So. I'm going okay. out of town for the next mm-hmm. little bit, and I am to behind. one of the Carolinas. We don't Somewhere. really know which. Yeah, Charleston, it's on the eastern eastern area of the United States. Yeah, we don't know. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. No desserts on the horizon. I'm sure there's desserts on the horizon. No, I feel like I am, I I am pregnant, so I need to be nice to myself. That mm. is why I'm gaining weight, but I am slightly freaking out about it so (laughs) we're gonna chill it on the desserts for a second it's fine if my stomach gets big but this freaking Mm -hmm. butt no way (laughs) so we gotta we gotta cool it for noted noted well we're here for you we fully support that whatever you need to do thanks um about you cool i'm gonna go i mean better call saul was last night and oh my goodness um listeners please DM me about Better Call Saul. Two episodes left, ever. Two episodes oh, left, ever. I'm wow, freaking wow, out. Wow. Uh, but tonight we'll probably be uh, watching Alone, Ooh. which I'm really digging. Yeah. Um, Alone is a fun one. Is that the so, one in Alaska? 
Yeah, this one's in British Columbia. Oh, okay. They put them uh, in like this lake area, and there's just freaking bears everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah, I'm kind of freaking out because I'm very paranoid. Um, <laughs> but we'll. That's another episode we need to do. I need to tell all my bear stories. Oh my I gosh. have a bear story. <laughs> do you? I sure do. Okay, next time. Next time. <laughs> Tune in next time <laughs> for uh, bear attacks. Bear attacks. Okay. Well, that's it. Great. We did it. We did Bye, it. Bye, listener. Bye.